0: Another the song title challenge where the question is climbers how should you write this one we have listeners of this podcast that we affectionately refer to as climbers send in their song titles send in as many as you want to info at daredevilproduction.com production is singular there is no s it's info at daredevilproduction.com please put stc or song title challenge in the subject line so it gets into the right folder If you don't, it won't. And then I go scouring through all the emails. I try to pick out a title that I think might be fun. And we spring it live as we're recording this on the podcast to Brent and our esteemed guest. And then the three of us, we got to maybe dig trenches here for the next 20 minutes to try to find five or six different conceptual angles on you know where to go with the lyrics like how to write it it's it's not so much about the lyrics although that sometimes happens as much as it is about how can we twist this around and do something that's just like really cool on that title so that when people see it it blows your mind this is a great exercise number one this is something you should be doing as a songwriter before you get into the room so that when you come in and you drop the title and they're like oh i don't know but you're like but hold on this is where i want to go with it like oh you know, right on, you know, and now they're interested. Also, it's the difference between good and great. It's the difference between taking a a, a song title that maybe, you know, where you're not, no matter what, you're not going to be winning before you're spinning, so to speak. But when people hear it, they're like, just completely, it's an unexpected route. And it's that kind of creative, uh, you know, what do you say, Brent? It's to get to the platinum, you got to dig through the gold.
1: Yeah, and the dirt and then the gold and yeah.
0: (laughs) And then the final thing, this is like a really great exercise to breathe, energy back into the song titles that had enough stank on them to get into your title book into your hook book right so you put them in there and sometimes nothing happens for a little while and then the energy starts to fade on it but brent you've gone back through some of your earliest titles in your almost what five thousand title hook book yeah Something like that. And done this exercise, 15 minutes of work, man. And then, boom, you're getting cuts and, you know, it's turning stuff around. So there's still gold in that hookbook. And here's a way to just go back in and mine it a little bit more, right?
1: Yeah, because a title is just words. A title is not an idea. It's what you make those words mean that, that means something. And so this is to help encourage you to do that
0: that's right so today our guest i'm super excited about because this is uh like i bought this cat's records man when when i was doing the artist thing <laughs> so i am stoked to have i'm gonna let you do the intro and i'm gonna smack some more love on top of that okay that's right
1: i know johnny got so excited when i sent him a text i said i got someone so for the podcast like, Dude! <laughs> so this is fun so today's guest is a 30-year music industry veteran i first heard of his band back in my batesville arkansas days it was like through a radio ad promoting a show and like like little rock or memphis or something that's when i first like Ooh, this band and years later we we got to be buddies a little bit got to know him a little bit he's working for anchor down music in nashville working on like at a publishing company so he was nice enough to let me in the door and write with some of the writers and stuff and currently man he is back on the road they got the band back together yes and they're the all <laughs> making records uh the band was, uh, back in the day, they were on, on A&M Records. They were the first band from Memphis, Tennessee to get a video on MTV. So that's cool to represent <laughs> some of the songs, Walking Shoes, Guilty. They had a song on the Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure soundtrack, which I didn't know that till like years later. Like, you know, we already <laughs> knew each other and like, somehow I'm watching the movie or something. I see that or... For Matt Klein told me, <laughs> Dude, I might have texted you. But anyway, the <laughs> the band is Tora Tora and the writer is Anthony Corder. Anthony, welcome to the climb.
2: Welcome. Yeah, and thank you guys for having me. I'm so excited
1: to be here. This is awesome. I love what you guys do. Love it! Thank you, man. It's gonna be fun, Johnny. Slather on that extra love.
0: Well, here. you know, I met Anthony first. Uh, we were on a panel together, I think, on the Rock and Pod, uh-huh. which is like a, a podcasting and rock and roll event that a mutual friend of ours puts on. So that was kind of stoked as we get to hang out and get to know each other, and just the sweetest guy in the whole world. But. First of all, he's got a a new record out that I have not heard yet that I'm excited to go back and hear because it's the original members, which is great. So, you know, we're going to send you there at the end of this episode after we get through the the song title challenge here, but... Man, those records, like, they're great. You got to go back and listen to them because, first of all, for me, like, it just, this is back in the hair band days. This is how they were marketed. <laughs> but it wasn't tried. It, it was blues-based. The guitar sounds are monstrous and just super authentic sound. And if you listen to those records, you just know that you go see that band live, that's how they sound. You know what I mean? It's just that cool. So there's few bands back in the day that could really, you know, pull that off and just have that kind of prowess and musicianship and who just had that magic when they were together i mean it's just four guys you know but anthony welcome to the show man i'm so happy that you said yes bro oh yeah thank you so much for having me man it's my pleasure looking forward to this so let's do this challenge the challenge part of it is to once again it's not a a co-write in any way shape or form i'm going to pop a title out here in a second we do demand an invite to the number one party yes anthony there's no guardrails here it's not a guardrails for country or rock or rap or christian music whatever man it's just like if you think up a way uh that this could work in any genre spit it out there's no right or wrong answer what was the, I, I had another point? I forgot what I was going to say. So
1: it's not a co-write in any way, shape, or form. Use any of it. Use none of it. You might have already. I did hit out. that.
0: I hit that. I've heard All right, it so over hundred this-
1: times. So it all blends together.
0: <laughs> this is the title here. So this is Kay Mott. I feel like we've done one of hers before, hey. or at least maybe she's in my this email folder a lot. She seems familiar to me, like I've seen. She's
1: definitely familiar to me. She just had a song at the Play for Publisher event with uh, Michael August. That was a good song that she wrote with our buddy Paul DeMarco. Oh. And so she's
0: in the world, man. She's in the world, oh, man. You know, I just saw Mike DeMarco posted about that or something. Like they got a sync on it or something. I think right and. Uh, or something with her. I think that's where I saw her name, too. Like, cool. So thank you, Kay, for sending this in. Yes. Here's the title. The title is Diesel Therapy. Oh, okay. Diesel Therapy. Diesel Therapy. All right. Cool. Thank you, Mott. So I got a hot take on this right off the bat. Good, because here's my
1: always my moment of fear and anxiety when you first hear the title and the red light is on. Okay.
0: <laughs> <That's> a, <laughs> well, I, okay. I think, first of all, I think there's a lot of ways that you can go with this, which is really cool, right? mm the first thing that comes to mind that I remember is that when I was in my teens, when I was first starting to go to concerts and everything, uh my son my everybody everybody listens to my podcast knows like my I just had horrible sinuses my whole life, you know. But they were like a little bit better. They were always crappy, but they were a little bit better when I was younger. And I would remember going into the venue, like the arena or whatever, and just smelling the fricking diesel fumes from the tour buses, man. And it used to make my nipples hard. Like, I'm not even kidding. Like, (laughs) I I just was like, this is the coolest effing thing ever. This is what I'm gonna do with my life. But just a matter of, of work and time before I get onto that bus. But that was like diesel therapy, you know, to me, that's just like, man, getting on there and traipsing across the country and playing in front of people like this could be a great song that could be just about the road, you know, like a turn the page kind of a thing mm-hmm. where, you know, it doesn't necessarily have to be that ballady. But I thought, you know, that's some great diesel therapy. I need some diesel therapy. <laughs> like, I just need to go play connect with people and, and do that. I mean, maybe you should write this song, dude, because you were just talking before we turned the red light on. You're like, well, all the kids are out of the house now. Yeah. <laughs> and now they're going a little crazy. And yeah. so we got back into creativity. Let's get back on the road. And and your bass player too overcoming cancer. Yeah. Saying, Oh, I want to like I just want to go play. Like, this is what I was born yeah. to do. And it could be that kind of therapy, right?
2: Man, I'm telling you, there's something about that engine, man. Uh <laughs> man, it makes me think that therapy was I mean i guess i come from an artist perspective of it thinking of it right off the bat would be just that the engine putting you to sleep like i love being on the road I, that image of the highway and the lines going by i mean that's a million nights talking to the bus driver you know so that is one. i love what you said about the smell of the diesel that's definitely something that i would think about too um
1: something about the engine you know just the hum of that. Yeah, the the diesel. First thing I thought of too was like the smell of that, but just the hum of the you know the, the just the engine. Oh yeah,
2: yeah. So rolling down the road, man, that definitely that imagery comes to life right away. It, you know, a lot of people like to drive around, riding. They get on the road and they get out in the open where the sky is the big, you know, the big windshield. There's a big open sky out in front of you where you can think of all these ideas. So that the imagery of that of getting on the highway, you know. I was thinking that I'm not trying to do the wolf angle, get out on the highway, but I was thinking of that. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's yeah. like that feeling of getting out. Diesel therapy, there's freedom, people driving trucks. I was thinking about it. Uh, you know, musician friends of mine did that for a living. Like if they weren't busy on the road, a lot of people had to scramble, you know, especially after we went through COVID, I guess we think about that too. And diesel therapy could be related to that where you say, I'm just ready to get out, you know, and get mm-hmm. connected. I think what you said, most important was about us connecting with other people and that diesel therapy thing kind of gets you to the mind of, man i just want to get out on the open road and get out and get connected to everybody we need each other you know as social people Yep. as social beings i mean i guess i think that was one lesson we got out of covid but yeah diesel therapy it takes you to a lot of different places mm-hmm. it makes it where it's relatable to people that are you know from an artist's perspective you're thinking of it, traveling the other side of it is the guy that's helping you get to all those places from his perspective, the guy that drives you and takes you and works on that. I mean, God, man, we had our engines break down a bunch of times the guy would save us to get us to the next spot. So, you know, there's elements of that,
0: I guess. Well, it's different. Like, I didn't think about that. A perspective from the mechanic. perspective of the bus driver, man. Like, what the hell's going on? Yeah. He yeah. sees all yeah. different kinds of artists, all different kinds of bullshit. And, you know, yeah. like, his take oh, okay. on, you know, what is he doing? You know, yeah. like, why is he like that? And there's got to be, like, it takes a certain kind of personality to connect with that, right? Yeah. And this and it's you know, Hurting up cats,
2: man. When you're dealing with a bunch of creative people, they're all floating around <laughs> a thousand things. Yeah. I mean, I guess a tour a tour manager is more that every driver we ever had had. You kind of had to have a gruff, you know, little element to yourself, kind of a bulldog to get the people under control. You know, when it was time to roll on, because they're on the clock. You know, they're thinking about I got to get miles down the road. And when you get to that point of buses and all that kind of stuff, it's. I just remember I was thinking I could sleep like. <laughs> The diesel therapy that we're talking about, because we were crammed in a little 15 passenger van, you know, Mm -hmm. and I was in some kind of contorted position and crammed in behind the equipment or something trying to get some sleep. And we saw a bus for the first time. It was just glimmering. The guy just watched it. It came around a corner. It was like I have a movie. It came slow motion (laughs) and it pulled up. It was a silver eagle. I'll never forget it. We were in Washington, D.C. And the guy opened it up, and the very first thing is he goes, "This is your home. You're gonna respect it." All we were thinking is, "We're gonna party!" I mean, we're ready. <laughs> <laughs> and, but he was like, "This is your home. You gotta, you know, be respectful of
1: it." But, uh, but anyway, sorry, I didn't mean to get so. No,
2: awful. that's
0: good stuff there. I mean, that there's so much furniture in what you just said. You know, specificity.
1: I mean, and that's the thing for climbers out there listening. You know, a title will spark a conversation. The conversation sparks the real life stuff. Yeah. And like, Anthony, you said, something that really hit me for this. For this particular angle is like sitting in the front and talking to the bus driver, you know, like yeah. late at night, whatever. Like, man, that kind of therapy session. Now, I haven't been on the road much. Uh, I've been, you know, had a little bit on riding trips and. Yeah, there's that thing, sit up in the front, you know, sit with the guys in the lounge, whatever. There's the hum of the engine, sleeping in the little bitty coffin-sized bunk. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, yeah, that was the first thing I thought of, too, is, like, road life, mm-hmm. which could be, like, a definite rocking mm-hmm. thing that just about need a little diesel therapy, you know, in the road. And, yeah. and then bring it into, like, seeing the fans and everything if you want to go there, like, you know, That's seeing yeah. and see diesel therapy. Or it could be a little more... A little more ballady, a little more turn the page, or a little more every rose has its thorn, a little more, you know, thoughtful or whatever of, you know, late nights talking life and looking out at the stuff and trying to find some peace or whatever and drifting off to the hum of the engine. So there are a few ways just within that kind of. Feels like a rock world to go with it. Mm -hmm.
0: Well, you know, it could be it could be country too, because like you you just had mentioned that your first bus when you guys got out of the van and onto the bus that happened in someplace specific, Washington D.C. Like you never forgot that, you know. Yeah. So imagine like being able to somehow relate the content of a conversation that you're having with that bus driver to like in each verse maybe to like a specific city that you're passing through Mm -hmm. and that sparks the conversation it's all about humanity it's all about us getting along you know in the same vein of uh, the good stuff or Mm -hmm. like one of those deep conversations that you're having with somebody you know when you're surrounded by chaos it's nice to find a lily pad of reason and peace and quiet you know what I mean like yeah yeah but here's something else like what if it's so here that's in the context of a tour bus but you know greyhounds they work on diesel too Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and there was a um there was a girl that i dated uh, back in college and her mom used to say you know if you think you're in love with somebody uh what you need to do and this, again, like she attributed this to a train, right? Mm-hmm. Mm. She's like going long train with somebody because you got, you're crammed into this little space and it's like, <laughs> you're going to find out where some of the bigger, the, the bigger potholes are, if there are any to be at. Yeah. But in that sense, like finding yourself across traveling on a Greyhound bus, seeing America and, and getting to know yourself or on a train. Uh, I think that's cool. Well, that's interesting. Yeah. Talking about that it makes me think
1: of like counseling. If there's a way to kind of, like, we need a little diesel therapy. Let's get the RV, or I don't know if RVs run on diesel or whatever. Sure,
0: or, the bigger ones do. Sure. Yeah, so
1: like, and let's hit the road and get to know each other again. A little diesel therapy, like relationship yeah. therapy, almost. That could be more kind of a love thing. Or it could be like, if it's a country thing, more of a third person. Like, they'd been married for whatever and they the kids are out of the nest kind of thing and they're just getting to know each other again a little deep that is true that's a great one oh that's interesting or retirement or whatever and rvn or, or something that could be i mean that could be anything from like a you know jimmy buffett where he, it's kind of folky kind of country a little beachy you know you could do that kind of vein even to the this character study of these Billy yeah, yeah whoever and they're going out and so it has maybe they're going to the beach somewhere could do that kind of thing and maybe you know of a truck driver too mm-hmm. yeah of i need that diesel therapy like anthony you were talking about you know the freedom the the world through the windshield and just being able to just like do this thing yeah and get from a to b and kind of find my zen you know on the highway
2: yes man it's endless possibilities and it's what like you said a new chapter you know even personally finding yourself something a new adventure for yourself
1: mm-hmm.
2: also man it reminds me of kind of switching gears, but like race cars and stuff. Mm-hmm. That's a big thing. You know, we had friends that did the uh, dirt track circuit, you know, that we had our logos put on the cars and all that. And they brought us here in Nashville to the tracks, see all that. And they, right when you walk up, you know, they're like, Hey, keep your head on a pivot because these cars, once they start, they don't have brakes and they run over people all the time. And you're like in there, but <laughs> they're taking you to a truck. Yeah, their whole existence is in the back of this. I mean, it was like a, I don't know, gigantic $300,000 Trailer that's got the car parked in it. They got the cooler, the kitchen, the bathroom. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and they're in there in the cars, and that's how they're seeing the world, man. They're, that resonates with a lot of people. Diesel therapy, like that's the adrenaline of it, being at the race when the mm-hmm. I don't know if y'all have ever done any of those kind of things where the cocoa, it 500 or, or uh racing diesel therapy. That's their way they get off. You know, mm-hmm. that's that's a thought of thinking of it like the racing and energetic and. I'm trying to think of what I'm really trying to say. And it's inclusive too. You get into a certain group of people. It's a very loyal fan base. So you kind of find your tribe of people mm-hmm. yeah. that you associate with. So diesel therapy, that could be like talking engines or about the cars or the individual drivers, the loyalty to the brand, you know, those kind of things. And so that could be kind of cool.
1: Be a cool thing for an artist that is like tied into that NASCAR world, or yes, or, like, man, or that kind of like has that no pun intended lane or screw, it, yeah, intended, lane <laughs> as an artist, and where they can get in with those fans who who get that, you know, and the merch opportunities are pretty nice, you know, Hell for yeah. People, yeah, t-shirts and bumper stickers. I need some diesel therapy. Yeah, man, that's true, did. How
0: about uh, how about uh, like, and this could go rock or could go country i mean i could see this like bruce springsteen or i could see this with just about any male country artist but how about uh something down the road of more of a blue collar approach to it and you're talking about the mechanic, oh
1: yeah i love it yeah yeah you know? and
0: maybe your dad was a mechanic and you got diesel therapy the learning about life and how to hold yourself how to carry yourself when to talk when to shut up yeah, yeah. and uh you know all that underneath the you know working on trucks or something like that with your with your yes pop, man you know? Yeah, this is great. That's awesome, man. Life skills.
2: I love what you said. That's amazing. That's a really cool. That's a great concept. Teaching you about life. About life.
0: What kind of fuel did tractors run on? Farm tractors, is that gas or is that? Yeah, yeah. I think diesel. Probably. Yeah. 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 Tractors. So, I mean, I know
1: some guys that just, you know, there's a Canadian artist I've worked with, Drew Gregory. that he's a by golly, he's a farmer. You know, when he's not on the road, like he is out on there doing that diesel therapy like I'm in here. All day. This is the office view, you know, corner office. Got a four corner office, you know, up in that tractor and just making ro- straight rows or whatever. Yeah. And that could definitely be a more of a country, even bluegrass thing. I'm not sure how much you'd say therapy and bluegrass, but.
2: <laughs> yeah. No, I love it. As long it. as it's on the beach,
0: I think you can get away with it.
1: <laughs>
2: yeah. Man, I love what both of those, like, perspectives, you know, angles on it because it's talking to you about a trade, Mm -hmm. you know, and talking about sacrifice. You could go to a lot of places with that. Like people could relate to that of how people, you know, come before them, the sacrifices they made to give you something better, you know, a better life. Mm -hmm. And the trades themselves, man. I mean, it's crazy because we're so caught up in technology and stuff that you think about it when something happens to you with to your vehicle or your house, even plumbing or whatever trades, skilled trades like that, that you relate to people in the blue collar place where you say damn you know take this stuff for granted and then now i gotta find somebody that i trust yeah that's gonna tell me that right yeah (laughs) and be ethical about it because i'm not exactly sure what just happened but uh i love both of those talking about it from a from a bully collar kind of perspective that's super relatable to a lot of audience i think
1: yeah yeah i think so too and and just kind of melding a couple of those together be more of a kind of a three-act play kind of thing so probably could be more of a country thing, but you know, start with the blue collar, the guy that's working on this tour bus, you know, just to get it up and run And that's kind of his zen place. That's his happy place to make a guy get it humming. Mm-hmm. And that's his diesel therapy is like in the garage working on this bad boy to get ready. yeah, And then you like go to the the bus driver, you know, who maybe had a fight with his wife and he's kind of glad to be gone for a couple of days. Yeah. Been a highway, and he's just like, it's good. It's, this is my diesel therapy. And then like, a third verse or a bridge or something. You got the super, you know, the rock star up in the front who's just trying to figure out life and they're talking about it.
0: God, yeah, that's awesome. Oh, oh all that based around cool. the tour bus. That's cool. The tour bus, it's the yeah. same vehicle as the vehicle for like all these. It's all these subplots happening on the tour bus. That's genius. Yeah. Tour buses change life. Yeah.
2: When the guy sees it, he gets the satisfaction of seeing when you said he gets the engine going and everything, the effect, you know, how powerful one person is. Mm -hmm. You know, I super believe in that, that everybody, each one of us have superpowers, man. You don't realize how much you influence somebody else, man. Just the effect you have. and. In a literal sense, that is what happens with him. So that's a pretty cool concept. I like that one. Yeah,
0: yeah that's a that's a good. I'm, you know what else I'm thinking of right now? <laughs> I'm thinking of Anthony, you probably don't know this, but you can see Brent in a music video with his brother-in-law <laughs> Okay, <laughs> and his brother-in-law. And I think, Brent, I don't know if you're in on this song or not, but you're definitely. Anthony knows, the man. Matt Klein? Yes, man.
1: I love Matt. He's so great. He He's oh,
0: super you know Matt? talented. Okay, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's, yeah. I think
1: that's how I met Anthony was probably through Matt.
2: Yeah, we met through their plugger, Sabrina. Sabrina, yeah. We met through one of their publishing reps. We worked across the street from each other, and we used to get out of our car at the same time every morning. We kind of <laughs> waved at each other, and finally we went. We gotta talk to each other. I see you like every morning. And uh, we ended up going to lunch together and became, I mean, I'm still friends with her to this day. I just saw her at Christmas. So cool. That's just so crazy. But I love Matt. He's super talented, man. He's, he's crazy. Yeah,
0: super talented. So they got this song, Greasy Rider, where Matt took a diesel Mercedes and changed it around, right? To so that I remember it, it would fucking run off of uh, <laughs> like
1: use cooking oil, uh,
0: restaurant grease. Like, yeah, I know. You know, I
2: saw it. Yeah, yeah. I Did remember you see that? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, do you remember where the pie wagon was? Yeah, on on, on Division. It's not there anymore. so I think it's a Mexican restaurant now. But I remember him. Oh, I know where it was across from the old yeah, hotel, yeah. whatever hotel that is. But anyway, I would see him with his car. He would come in to do rights and stuff in that building I was working in. It's the old Fair and Young building, I guess is what it's called to everybody else. But he had that car. I'm not kidding. It was incredible. Yeah, I you
1: smelled it before it. you saw it. Like, there's <laughs> like Pie Wagon's doing a lot of like funnel cakes today or something. <laughs> French fries. And oh, like, my. no, it's fine. That was, his, that
0: was one of his favorite stuff, but it went for the food. Oh, it was yeah. for the game. Exactly. Fill her up. It might have been, it might have been. Maybe that's what it was. Okay, so on that note, right, like, on one hand, you've got the freedom of, it takes freedom to another level, and and I get this feeling, like, this is one of the reasons why I love Matt Klein, but he's like, I'm freedom of, I'm not paying gas tax, I'm not, (laughs) you know, like, I am off the grid, right, like, I I found a way, and he's recycling, you know, grease and stuff, and it's all, it all makes sense to him and to me on that. But on the other hand, like, in a Red Barchetta kind of a way (laughs) from Rod right like you know there's some probably some special cars that you could find that are that just you know how a car can mean something to somebody yeah Yeah. that are diesel engine vehicles you know especially older one like an old mercedes like that old mercedes you know it's just seeing that specific model in so many movies and stuff and it's dignified and and just it can mean all this different stuff but it's like you know you get out on that road and you're just driving yourself and it's like diesel therapy because it's you know, and, and that would be, the specificity would be the vehicle itself. More than the, the diesel engine, it would just kind of be about the car and the fact that it had a diesel engine, maybe, you know. That's awesome. That's you, know, so I mean, cool. you can go
1: into the, the history of the car and what all happened, and the girl that, you know, used to ride around, you know, shotgun beside you and all this stuff, mm-hmm. and it's like, it makes me think of that song, Riding with Private Malone, I think, from uh, Tom Piper wrote it, uh, David Ball, that's mm-hmm. that story of, I'm thinking it'd be a different story than a ghost story about a soldier, but just like there's that history, and it's, maybe it's an old car and you're pulling it
2: yes, out. Yes, man, this is great too. Yeah.
1: Kind of to remember some old days. Putting the car
2: together. That's amazing. That is. That's building. I'll tell
0: you what, we got a lot of good looks at it. And I'll put the cap on it right here. Like, I needed therapy after diesel on our first tour when we were up in canada and we had a production and a road crew hauling around in a 24 foot rider freaking truck with a diesel engine and that my friends during the winter up in canada is where we learned that diesel will turn into jello oh, wow. when it's too cold and you can't move the truck uh, <laughs> and you need to put an additive in it to keep it from turning like literally into effing jello so <laughs> i need a therapy after that because they're like well, why the this star we don't know what the
2: oh hell we are doing <laughs> yeah. man holy
0: cow but man we got some great looks at that i think there's so many different roads that you can go down there i mean we went farm we went blue collar we went you know artists on a tour bus and we went several different shades on that that i think are cool yeah yeah um anthony tell us about this new record man i'm stoked bro and hey, why don't you playing in nashville because i need to know you need to text me and let me know when you're playing because i'm gonna come come watch and we off.
2: did a surprise show at basement east we're grimy last time i'll put the word out to everybody it was kind of coming out of the hangover of covid and it was you know short notice but we'll definitely play nashville again uh memphis is probably the next place close to you guys uh that's gonna be the middle of april i think april 15th Mm -hmm. uh it's a saturday night and we haven't played at home in three years so to see us there is super special i know everybody in the audience when i look in the audience i've spent stayed up till the sun came up with every person in that room probably when i was a little kid That's great. Uh, and they were the people that launched us they launched us on radio they helped us get the record deal they called mtv they got us on tour we went all over the world so we're super indebted to them we've known them our whole life it's a really special place to see us but uh, as far as the records we have the one for frontiers is bastards of bill you can find it on all your digital platforms there's a live unplugged record we recorded that in memphis back in 2019 Uh, A little intimate setting, Lafayette's Music Room. It's a really famous venue in Memphis. And it was a limited EP, like a five-song EP that we did during COVID to just keep new music coming out. And we have released four songs off a new collection. It's not pressed up yet, but you can find those at tourtourmusic.com. You can go on all your social media platforms. It's on YouTube. Uh, It's Trip the Light Fantastic. It's the first song. Little Girl Blue, kind of a dedication to Janis Joplin. It was the second song go where the love is about going home is a really super special song and we actually have a new uh, remix version of that we've got a collaborator guest musicians going to be is sitting in on the the new mix of that with on the organ and piano and everything and then we have a new song called neptune society that's out they're all part of the same collection we're kind of building towards um, pressing up some vinyl i think is what we've been doing singles only for this last project Mm -hmm. Uh, and because we wondered we put out three songs off the last record we go did anybody listen to the rest (laughs) of the songs on the record we put out a a couple of sneak peeks and then we had a video that came out uh that we shot in memphis and uh we shot that video in the same building that we shot walking she's our first video oh really handy wc handy hall on bill street full circle and i walked with my sons and i said the last time i was on the stage i was your age and i was shooting my first video so it was really kind of nostalgic i guess uh, in a sense but anyway we're headed out on the road. Uh, I'm headed to if you're anywhere near Cincinnati or Indiana or Illinois, I'm headed there coming up on acoustic shows, and then the band will be announcing tours throughout the. We'll be on the Monsters of Rock in the end of April, and then shows after that. So, and what are the social handles for the band? It's Tora, Tora Band. You can find us on uh, uh, Instagram, on Twitter, Facebook, on TikTok, everywhere, YouTube. You can go on any of those places and just look up Tora, Tora Band. It's T O R A T O R A Band and uh named after van halen women and children first intro to their record That's right. and you guys can check that out and we'd love for you to listen to nissans so we're super excited man you know i'm excited about being creative that's what i was telling you at the beginning of this it's just for anybody that's just starting or they're just kind of trying to decide if they're getting into it or whatever it just gets more powerful man like people wonder if you still do it or you stay with it or stick with it but i think the older that you get it gets more powerful you get more you don't take it for granted, and it's something. It's just a great outlet, and it's what y'all said about your title. is therapy about things that we want to say, and you're saying something that somebody else is really important to them to hear it. So it's whether you're celebrating and having a party, or it's something you're going through. That's uh, you're working through your finances or your health or your or your work or whatever it is. So I mean, it's just music is the most powerful thing. I mean, it's just had such a huge impact on my life. So anybody doing it and I'm excited for them. So that's great.
0: Hey brother, if anybody from your team, or if you have like a link tree to the new music, like shoot that to me and we'll put that in the show notes. Okay. Oh, great. Yeah. I'll send it over. I can definitely do that. And also um, if it's a new album, right? Or is it just singles? Singles. The the single,
2: the newest one, it just came out. It's called Neptune Society. (laughs) Uh, It's really just a, I think we're all kind of still trying to process COVID. I think we're all kind of, we're going to have to get away from it a little bit, but it was just about us coming together. I think things got really kind of crazy with, or at least personally with me, social media and personal relationships and all that with health issues and politics and everything got all kind of messed up. I was just like, Hey man, I want to celebrate diversity, man. Everybody kind of do what you want to go to your own personal health care professional and figure out what's best for you. But I've just felt a lot of division and I thought music is a great resource to just talk to people about being inclusive and celebrating diversity and all that. And that was kind of the message. And I think that's what these songs were doing. I was trying to talk to the band about it. I think we're all kind of, and y'all know this cause y'all are creative. You think of it, the same stuff is you kind of have to process it and you're trying to figure out ways to, I don't know, just reach out. To people. I don't know, man, it's, It's powerful. Yeah.
0: No, it is powerful. But we'll we'll put that in there. Make sure uh, you send us uh, um, whatever you want, like for an image. Like if you have a media approved image for the band or um, if you want to do like some artwork, some single artwork, something that we'll put on the show notes and everything and and use for the graphic on on this episode. Yeah, I've got it. I'll send it right over to you. Cool, buddy. Well, thank you so much for saying yes, Anthony.
2: This was so fun. I didn't have any idea that this was what we were actually going to do. I thought we were just talking about a I I
0: love it. It was so (laughs) fun.
2: It was so fun, and that
0: April fifteenth. Where's the venue? I know it's in Memphis. It's going to be Minglewood Hall
2: in Memphis, Minglewood. It's uh. Are tickets on sale now? They should. They're not on sale yet. We just. This drop on March like second or third. So. Yeah, yeah, they should be coming out by March. Shoot, I'm going
0: to come down. I'm going to get a hotel room, come down, watch
2: your band that night. You guys need to come. It's going to be so fun that we're kind of warming up for the the Monsters of Rock cruise and being at home at not being there for three years is going to be important. We did uh bill street music fest, but you know, that's a giant festival. So we did that last summer, but sure. this one will be like ours where we can kind of have a good time with the audience and it'll be a little bit more personal.
0: I love it, man. All right, Anthony. Well, thank you so much, guys. That brings us to the end of another song title challenge. What a great get way to go, Brent. That's a uh, great guest, <laughs> man. Great get on the guest. I'm, I was not a, a misstatement. Uh, send your song titles into info at daredevilproduction.com, put S T C see on the subject line or song title challenge so i know what it is and maybe you can have a rock star like anthony quarter help flesh out which way we're gonna go with that this podcast exists because we want you to win so keep on climbing
1: and we'll see you at the top